<laughs> well, poor George. Is he okay? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, he's oxygen dependent. Did they call you? Really? He he's in oxygen right now? George he's is? oxygen all day. Really? That was the first thing she said when she looked at him in the waiting room. She's like, I'm putting him in oxygen. That's why I knew he had to go to the ER. His palate's long, too, so that doesn't help him at all. <sighs> he said, you know, his, obviously his chest x-ray says that he, you know, he does have pneumonia. But he said the problem is, is this can get worse. What they always say, how they, how they behave is behind where they are clinically. So because, you know, he said he gets up and, and greets him at the door. And the, the x-rays look worse than how he feels. So he said it takes a while before the, how they feel catches huh. up with how they clinically look. So, And there's, there's a, like a lot of vets that, that, that will say stuff like this when it comes to... I mean, I, I've seen it like especially on like the orthopedic side where it's like you bring your dog in, you want to see his gait, want to see his limp, and all of a sudden he's in a new place and the dog's like, I want to walk around like normal. You know, and I, I would think it's the same thing when, like... Well, it's like I said to Wes, how did he look on the way down there? He said he looked pretty good because it's adrenaline. Well, yeah. in, the, in the car, yeah. he seemed... Where am I going? I'm all charged yes. up. In the oh, car, okay. he seemed fine. Like, when I got in, she was like, is this breathing labored? I'm like, I was, I almost said not really. But then I looked at him on the, on, just standing on the ground, and he's, you could see his chest, like, struggling. Yeah. Um, but he still felt fine because he went up to a stranger and was like, hello, my name's George. Because of <laughs> yeah. Yeah. George. You know, when George. I got up with him this morning, I see him in the bathroom, and he's like. And I'm like. Yeah. That's like you, babies with RSV, what right. they do. They're and I'm like, oh, you can't breathe. Like, what the hell's yeah. going on? And if you your know? dog's trying to breathe and he's reaching back. His you can, body, I can see the his body chest is reaching like back. going like this. Yeah, that's yeah. what it was doing in the waiting room, but not in the car. Yeah. yeah. So then I, you know, I had to feed my dogs. I have to figure out what I'm doing because I have that appointment that I can't, you know, I have to get an ultrasound on my thyroid. <laughs> and I'm, I, you know, it's like a specialty appointment that you're like, you, know, you can't get those yeah. fast. I'm like, and it's like at the same time and it's in the same location. Ugh. So I fed my dogs and I offered him food. He came over, he looked at it, he doesn't want any of that. So... You know, it's a red flag. Red flag. George doesn't refuse food. Red flag. I don't think I've ever had George refuse anything. Yeah, George doesn't not eat food. It's like, <coughs> like a white boy didn't eat his food. So, yeah, he has pneumonia. And, but then she said to me when I talked to her on the phone, she's like, what did she say? He's dehydrated. Like, okay, well, that's, I mean, he hasn't, like, vomited or anything like that. She said he was a skinny mini. I'm like, George? He's George fat. is fat. Yeah, I didn't. Uh, she said that. I'm like, is that like a term, a medical term? I don't understand because this dog's not skinny. Like he's. But he's if you think meatball. about what what they're probably used to seeing, we live in a in a. He has a waistline. Right, yeah. but, <laughs> but they're not, if you think about the general public, most dogs that you see at the ranch. And that I see in my, they don't have a waistline yeah. because you, they're treated. She and said those words, skinny me. Yeah, she said that in front of me. And I'm like, what? But George has always been fat. But then she said, George is like, he's heavy in the rib cage. He's like heavy in the it's heavy in the front. Peggy, yeah, that's how Peggy was. Yeah. Yeah. That makes but sense. But then she said, but then she said he seems impaired neurologically with his back legs. Have you noticed that? And I'm like, no. Did you ask her if she's looking at the right dog? <laughs> George! Yeah. He, wasn't, he wasn't doing anything. He walked in there just fine. Like Brindle, male, French bulldog. <laughs> Fat. Can't hear. Yeah. So, I don't know. I, I just said, well, put him in the oxygen and start the antibiotics and let's just see how mm. he does. And, you know, 
I mean, this pneumonia that comes out of the blue, this is the third time this has happened to me because it happened to cute baby too. Well, with Frenchies and English Bulldogs, they go down, it seems like, a lot faster yeah. than other breeds do. I don't know what it is about their lungs, but... You know, Olivia got pneumonia like this, and she was in oxygen for two days to, before she took a turn for the better. And Georgia came down with pneumonia and killed her. I mean, that's what killed her. Yeah. She got pneumonia. She can't get better. She's just, she's old, and she's... And this might kill him. Well, George is old, too. Right. He's not as old as Georgia was. I know, but he's still old. But he's, old, but he's, he's 10. He'll yeah. be 11 in January. No, he's going to be fine. Georgia boy. So we'll see. <clears throat> so we have Jen as our guest tonight. Hey, Jen. Yay, Jen. <laughs> she doesn't sleep anymore. <laughs> There's no sleeping at Jen's house. Sleeping. Thank goodness Jen doesn't have, like, little kids oh that would be impossible because if you were like up in the night with toddlers and then you're up birthing babies left and right there's no way and why does it always happen jim that like all your babies always come at once i mean like how many times does this happen to you? it's contagious <laughs> when you got pregnant mamas in the house it's contagious you got babies i'm gonna have my baby right? too. <laughs> well those two sisters it was in the paperwork that they had their litters two days apart last time too so they're just they've always been in sync apparently but yeah yeah i had uh what i had three litters within a 24-hour period one weekend or 48-hour period like once and then i had fair and sasquatch had their babies the same day the same day Fair's like oh i'm done sasquatch is like okay i'll start <laughs> so, tag, and, tag, those, I'll and those weren't small litters either nine and six nine so and same six. situation golden what i love does. about jen is like if you're gonna sit here and talk statistics she's gonna know it all yeah and I love that. I do too. What a weird thing with numbers. Once I know them, they're they're, they're stuck I still in my head do the forever. same thing with Bernice. I go, how many puppies did she have? Fourteen. <laughs> Every time you say the Bernice name, and immediately that photo of her in your front room pops in my head, and you telling like there she was with that puppy moving yeah. him around by his head. Yeah. I only remember that one because she was my dog. I wasn't even there, but I, I remember that there was fourteen. Well, I mean, we but I remember that six she, died. Yeah. So, who had the largest litter that survived with the most surviving puppies? Was that Giggles? Yes, but she didn't have those babies with me. She didn't have she them came with you. With them. She, mm. And she, she was the gonna live them in the ditch. You know, all those babies oh, survive. Yeah, out of course, ditch. they live in the because ditch. Because if yeah. puppies are born under a house, and <laughs> they're it's all living. That's outside. what you should do if you get a sick puppy. Just rub some dirt on That's it. That's right? what Doctor Reno always says. Just put them outside. <laughs> just put them under the house. Ain't no reason for this incubator stuff. <laughs> I mean, Jen's in there and like... Quit giving them dextrose. Well, throw them under the house. A whelping pen, sugar water, incubator. <laughs> helping the, the moms as they get tired take the sack off the... Pu I mean, all you know, she's a nurse. She's a registered nurse and she's helping this mom have her... No, just dig no, a pit in your backyard. If they do it... <laughs> That's if, it. If they do it alone in the backyard, you're good to go. Yeah. So who had the largest litter... With the most surviving pups at your at your place, was that like Sasquatch? Yeah, or? I think Fair. Fair had Fair. nine, and then of course um, now Pesto has nine, and they all survived. Yeah. So I think yeah, she hadn't have we didn't lose any of hers, no. right? None. No, we didn't lose any of Buckingham's. She had six poodles, and then Pesto, the Golden Retriever, had nine. And Bertoffi had and eight, I think. Fair was a Golden Retriever too, so apparently that's the thing. If you're a Golden Retriever, your puppies are going to live. Your puppies but, live. <laughs> <laughs> um, Note to self. <laughs> yes. So, and then now we had eleven with Basil, but we're at eight right we're now. We're at eight. But she's doing really well with them now. Um, in the beginning, she would just stand there, and she'd be standing on a foot or a tail. <laughs> 
you know, lay down, they're underneath her. She's just like, whatever. That's so the thing. That's the she thing. She just that, had no regard for where they were. You know, just this past week with the stuff that, you know, that you've, because Jen's usually texting me and Laura, like, what is going on or somebody's died or. I just don't think people have any idea from step one to step 15 what all <laughs> is entailed in taking care of these mama dogs. If they did, they wouldn't breed their dogs at home. <laughs> it's so I, hard. I just think so many people think that it's just nature, mm-hmm. and they just go over there and they have their pups. If they're under the house. If they're under the house in the valley, <laughs> that's how it works. Seriously. The, the statistic that I want people to understand right off the bat is the, the percentage of puppies expected to die mm-hmm. in a litter is 30%. And that's with, I don't care if they're in a golden crowned bed. Yeah. You know? Well, I mean, you've had it with your own French Bulldogs. Yes. I mean, it's just the average. It's the average. I bred my Beagle once. She had three puppies. One died. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. But that was because I fell asleep and she didn't take the puppy out of the bag. So. <laughs> <laughs> Bad moment. Because mama. when we go to, to discussing that, let's talk about that from the beginning. You know, you... You know, we go to a meal auction and we just bring all these pregnant dogs home. Well, well, sometimes, we, <laughs> sometimes they don't yeah. say that they're bred. Yeah. Like the golden did not no, say did she not was bred. And she had her puppies first. Yeah. <laughs> and she had a lot of them. And she had nine of them. Well, I would like to go back and say there was three litters born within eight days. Thank you very much. <laughs> I, I do like them to be spread out a little bit more than that when possible <laughs> because that's a lot. Yeah. I mean, sometimes they show up and all of a sudden they're getting a bath and we're like, this one has milk. Yeah. Yes. That's how we find out. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, we have. And then it's we, like, thank goodness, Jen's, Jen, this one has milk. Yeah. <laughs> well, this last intake. Oh, oh kitty. Oh, kitty. You're going to kill yourself, kitty. You know, we, were, we knew we were expecting the pregnant labs, but we did not know that the golden was going right. to become pregnant. And it's intake, and we're watching her, you know, we're shooting the video for Wes to make the video, and we're... We're all looking at her. Liz it's Ross always Liz. Liz yes. looking at her. Yeah. The like, groomer knows. That baby bringing. <laughs> and Liz always runs right over there and she starts squeezing on and stuff. And she goes, this yeah. dog has milk. <laughs> yeah. Milk. Yeah, milk. I walk into intake a few minutes late and Renee goes, hey, we think that one's pregnant too. And you should have seen what? the look on my face. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh God. <laughs> because she was a big girl. And she doesn't have a problem with the stairs. Hallelujah for that. Fantastic. I mean, fantastic. She's a sweet girl. She yes. was so sweet at intake. She's Jeez. the one laying in the tub, wagging her tail. and yeah. Oh, she loved that massage. Yeah, she thought that was in great. In the bathtub. That was good. That was yes. good business. But yeah, she had her puppies first, down. and there was nothing in the in the mill paperwork that you know that said that she was pregnant at all, bred or anything, and she ended up having her babies within a week of us getting her. Um, I, I texted, I won't use her name, but our anonymous bidder, <clears throat> She said that they did say at auction that that dog was bred to a golden. Okay, well, tell her thank you. <laughs> she picked her, too. She loves to pick She's the like, pregnant ones. You just get on the bus. Don't say a word. <laughs> Keep your legs crossed. You cross the Texas state line. <laughs> Don't let any of that milk come out until you already know. She's like, Ricky, don't touch the golden. <laughs> I mean, Ricky used to. Take like Vaseline, a thermometer, <laughs> some gloves, and now he's like he just drives just as drive. fast as he keep can. Driving. Just keep driving, no matter what's happening. You just keep driving. I still can't get over like stuff like that to where 
you know, you're at auction and they're selling it. What, what's, what's amazing too is these people don't even realize that the dog is pregnant because they would obviously get more money for selling the yes. dog yeah. because the puppies are more money right. to them. But like, you're just going to sell a dog that's like days away from like having puppies? Well, it goes to tell me how little they touch these dogs. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The Not everybody's yeah. good lot, at their the job. The golden has a lot of hair. So these dogs are just <clears throat> outside in a run. And it's like loaded up. It's like that. Yeah. Like you really. Or or or, ma- or maybe they thought it was pregnant, but wasn't sure if it was going to be like. It had a belly. Well, you know, what what or or, <laughs> or like belly. or like you know like you said it was like a lab with a golden or maybe they didn't want that and they're just going like oh they should have so, milk checked her. Let's just get rid of it or I don't I, I just or maybe I, nobody wants that breed of dog from them anymore and they know it's pregnant and they don't well, want to have to deal with eight more mouths. I mean, yeah. They still want because golden. Everybody wants. It's the labs that they don't want anymore. Well, and this golden yeah. is white, so that's not a super, as far as I know, super People, popular. No, our color. clients like the cream. They retrievers. like that cream. Yeah, that's, Go- a, that's a popular Goldens thing. Goldens are just popular. Goldens mm-hmm. are. But you know, labs used to be popular too, and labs are still popular with our clientele. But it's not the Labradoodle. It's, but it's different with the mills, because they 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 don't breed labs to sell labs. They breed labs to make Labradoodles, and the Labradoodle market has crashed. So the labs aren't any good anymore. So they don't want them anymore. I mean, last time I heard that they weren't gonna, they weren't going to allow labs in the auction. I anymore. heard that too. What? I forgot oh, that. Wow. Yeah. Really? They don't. They don't, they don't get sell. Money There's for them. I mean, if I'm the auction house and I only have so many spaces <laughs> of dogs I can sell, and those are going for ten, and I can get something else that's going to sell for four hundred bucks or something, I'm not going to choose exactly. that. I mean, I'm, I'm I'm sure there's that type of thought process going on, on 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 their end. So yeah, dollar dollar bills, y'all. But yeah, but that uh, <clears throat> that's that's pretty interesting, for sure. So I mean, because. It's not worth the gas and the trip for them I mean, to even bring it. Well, they, they, they make their money as a percentage of whatever, you know. Sells. The, 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 the price. Sales, the, so the, they the, want the dogs that sell for more. So if you're having $5 dogs that are selling, yeah, yeah, that's those are you're not making ones. any money. Well, so that's yeah. why they, I mean, in my opinion, well, yeah, I mean, they it's, limit it's, age. It's, it's definitely true because you're an auction house. You don't really have much skin in the game technically when it comes to like what's what. Your game is money. Right. I need right. to bring Absolutely. in the money. And so if you're not in the money, then... No, that's why they want to sell more poodles. They want to sell more Cavaliers. They want to sell more French yeah. Bulldogs. Yeah. Because that's where the money is. Yeah. They don't, want, they don't want labs that sell for $10. You think it'll like go Like that be- pile of German Shepherds when we got peppered this last time? Was a, they were a dollar. She was a buck. They yeah. Were, all of them were a dollar. And Pepper's a pup. Yes. Yeah. $1 German Shepherds. So, you know, the, the auction house goes... We just took up all that space because they're large. You could have been they, selling Bernadoodles or something. Exactly. I, I haven't gone to the auction in a while, but I would just like to walk up and be like, here's a dime. I don't think Trav's been to the <laughs> auction in like here, six years. Here's, 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 here's your 10%. Here's one thin dime for that yep. German Shepherd. Yeah. <laughs> I think he went when Magnolia was in that group. It was October, so that was what, I think he went the week before I went. Yes. Two weeks in a row. That's when he I went before us. That time that we went and we got the Blue Boys. No. And I was pregnant with Mabel. So that was like, that was like seven years ago. That was like October seven wow. years ago. Wow. I can't believe it's been that long since I've been. Yeah. I don't think Trav has been like, I remember 2016 is my metric for all this stuff, and I don't think he's been since the beginning of that year. 
Because that was when I started going, and I went that whole year, and I haven't gone. Well, Mabel was born in 16, so it would have been October of 15. That's the last time. Yeah, I'm still enjoying my break. (laughs) (laughs) I haven't even seen their new building after the tornado wiped them out. Yeah, I I guess there's a new building now. I have no idea, but, you know. When I used to go, it was, you know, you take a big wad of cash, and I have, like, two guns on me, and maybe, like, a private check. Yeah, they used to not take our our, check. check. So we'd have to, you know, take cash. Which Those is, are you know, way more stressful days. And you're trying days. to calculate as you go, do I have enough money left? I'm still stressed over that one trip. <laughs> I remember that. It was bad. Everything's kind of streamlined now, but like in, in, in the beginning when I would go all the time. Well, they didn't know who we were. Well, I mean, they they found out rather quickly, but still, like the same terms were there. Like yes. you, you don't get to pay by check or... You know, you, 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 you basically, I think we didn't ask, you we basi- could have, we, well, could have no, asked. we did ask, we and did they ask. said no. no, well, we didn't ask them, but we eventually did ask and they said, of course, we know who you are. Right. Yeah. But like in the beginning, when we're still walking in with cash, they know who we are, but we yeah. didn't ask if we could pay with a check. Right. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Cash. It took a while for us to know who we are. And that's me going with like, you know, 10, 20 grand driving up to, yes. Driving up to Missouri in like the heart of people who would love to murder you, yeah. um, like Coco Bongos. Based based on you know, <laughs> based on what you're doing up there, and what am I doing up there? I'm looking to attack the state's number one source of revenue, which is puppies. So there's anxiety with that. There's anxiety with the money, you know, and then you get up and auctioneer just wants to threaten you of like you could do this you could say that you can't take pictures of this yes. you know it's we'll like we'll take your camera there's so, a sheriff in here we'll take your phone so yeah they like to threaten you a lot I'm sure it's more streamlined it has gotten better with that they, yeah well one, one auction house it's well, the other much, guy, much the other better. guys we want the, the other guy is yeah. he doesn't want you in there if you're a rescue he doesn't no. want you in there he says he'll throw you out and I think he will so you have to like pretend well after not. the last time of going there and just how he treated me that was just and then his I guarantee you he knows your face now and his own dog with heartworm yeah that was the same trip yeah. so he's it, a piece of you shit you know from him look, standing up there and the, I'll never forget him looking down at me and saying and I was pausing because I wasn't going to go fast because again I'm counting my money in my head over because at, at that auction house you can't pay with anything but cash yeah and we only I only had $6000 and so I had to make sure where was I at and he said, what are you waiting on? This is what you came here to do, so do it. Yeah. <laughs> Go on, get. Go Which on, get. get. <laughs> Which is funny for, I mean, this is your business. Your business is to. Well, he's been. He's your been, business is to make money, but now he thinks he can. I mean, it's just. It's but just, you treat it's, your customers rudely. It's just funny, like the ego of that guy. It's yeah. like you're running an auction house. You're bringing people in to bid on auctions, and then you're going to like picket people. Yeah. And like go in and attack people who are there to give you money. Yeah, but they criticize you, and he can't deal with that. Yeah. Well, he doesn't want. Because, our yeah, money. we're talking about ego. His, eagles, his ego is very exactly. fragile. Exactly. Exactly. So. And that's what it boils down to with him. Yeah. I'll take the it? other one where they're very friendly. And I'll they, go to that one. I haven't been in a while. But they're but very nice. Send me to that one. But when I go been, check in, she goes, oh, you cut your hair. Well, I haven't even no, given her my license. No, I'm talking to the, about the other one. Oh. I'll, I'll go do that one. He won't let you in. He won't let you in. He'll know who you are. Nah, he won't know you who you are. You have to show your license. license. He knows our name. <laughs> he will not let you in. I can think of a way around that. You can. <laughs> you got a different driver's license? No comment. I don't want to say words out loud. 
Trev was telling us the other day in the yard that he's got a fake name that he uses at Starbucks. Did you tell you told us on the show? I thought that you were telling us that in the yard. No, it was my aunt. Starbucks name. Or Roberto. If or I if Roberto. I feel like if I feel like they're being rude and short, and it's like, well, what's the name? Roberto. Right out Roberto. Because <laughs> I just want to make them go like, oh, okay. R-O-B. They're like all mad and frustrated with their day, which is understandable. Like, what's the name? Roberto. And they look at me like, you're not. Yeah. <laughs> but they can't do anything with it. I don't it. believe yeah. it. Just, That's not your it doesn't name. Doesn't have to be your real name. They <laughs> don't care what like, it is. Wes should go in there, Benny. My name's Benny. Benny. That's fine. I can pass for Benny. So let's go to square one. We bring a pregnant dog to Jen. The first thing... I mean, because there's so many factors to this. Question your life choices, Jen. (laughs) Why do they keep doing this to me? What am I doing? What am I doing? You know, because you have a two-story house, Mm -hmm. and so you have, like, you have one room downstairs for a large dog to Mm -hmm. have their puppies in, and then the other ones have to be upstairs in spare bedrooms, so you have large dog that won't go up the steps, large Mm -hmm. dog with, like, nine puppies in her belly who's heavy, and she's... Because they're mill dogs. Well, because some of them won't walk on a leash. They don't even know how to walk on a leash, let alone you're going to go up a flight of stairs. They're not house trained. They've never been in a house before. And you come home with the car load. Yeah. So Basil, for example, refuses the stairs. She will, she's, she sees Pesto go up and down the stairs, and she's curious. So she'll put her front feet up like two or three steps, but then going down is just sliding on her belly. <laughs> Does not understand the whole concept. So I'm like, nope, that's not going to work. And you can't like tug on the leash because she's like, no. Yeah. And so I kicked Buckingham out of my bathroom, and that's where Basil is now. So not exactly the best place for a big dog. The whelping pin, she just moves it wherever she wants with her big body. Every time she lays down, it just slings across oh the bathroom. So, <laughs> so it's not ideal, but um, you know she's safe and private in there, and you know her babies are warm, so that's what matters. But um, yeah, and thankfully uh, Feta and and Pesto will go up the stairs and have their own rooms there. But um, I like to get them when they're not about to pop like the next day so that they can kind of learn to trust me and I can get to know them a little bit better. Yeah. And then that way when they do go into labor, then they most of the time don't mind me being in the room with them. Right. And um, so I can make sure that everything's going the way it's supposed to. Um, I start taking, they go in for their exam at the vet, get an x-ray or an yeah, ultrasound depending on. we usually get the pregnant on, dogs in the next day, yeah, especially so. if, they're, if, if we know they're pregnant. Depending on how far along they are, they get an <clears> ultrasound <throat> or an x-ray, and then I can kind of determine when I start taking the temperatures. And So I will get to the point where I'll take their temperature two or three times a day and so that I can see when it drops to 99, 98 normals, what, 101 to 102. So when it drops and 99. what does that mean when it drops? Um, usually that they're going to have puppies within 24 to 48 hours. So um, they. Has that always been a tried and true or has that failed? Do you remember that one? Was it a French bulldog or an English bulldog that waited the entire 48 hours? And I was like, okay, her temp's just, the, the thermometer's broken. You know? <laughs> I think you like, go get another thermometer. Oh, yeah. I, think you <laughs> I got brand new thermometers for these guys. And Basil and Feta, I use different thermometers every single time. They're sisters. Every single time, same temp. Until <laughs> Basil's dropped to have her baby, uh, babies. And I was just like, okay, what's wrong with these thermometers? <laughs> but yeah, I've gone to buy new ones. I'm like, I don't trust this. And sometimes it'll go down and then it'll go back up. Oh. And um, so, you, I, you know, if it goes down once, I'm not, I'm like, okay, whatever. We'll just check it again midday or something or, you know, the next time. 
And um, if it stays down, then I'm like, okay, we're going to get closer. And so then they'll start usually panting, nesting, you know, showing all those signs. And then I'm being around them more often, checking in on them so that I can see if there's any contractions or puppies coming out. Now, where do you have them at this point? Do you have them in their whelping pen or do they just like a dog in your house? No, I usually have them in the whelping pen. It's like, um, if not from day one, I will... um, have them whenever I know their temps dropping so that they can get used to the, the space. Mm-hmm. Um, I want, I don't want them to stress out that I moved them the last minute, right before they're Are about to have a baby. Are some of them afraid to get in that? Um, they're the way, the ones we have now are kind of, I don't know what PVC plasticky kind of thing. So you can make, you can either close off the whole door or take off a little slat so they can walk in and out of it. Mm-hmm. So it could be, you know, just like six inches or, and so most dogs are, they're okay with it. They don't, they don't have a problem going in and out of it. Um, and then I'll usually baby gate and close the door, you know, that kind of thing. So they don't just push out. But um, most of them don't try to leave the room, especially after they've started trying to have babies. But um, then it just comes down to whether or not they want me in there with them. <laughs> and most of them do. I think that's my issue with Feta right now, which we can get into later. But I think she wants to be around me. And so she's constantly anxious and moving her puppy around, carrying it around in her face, you know, with her in, by the head and stuff, because yeah. she's in a room by herself and she doesn't well, want to because, be. Well, because these dogs, it's difficult because when you rescue dogs from a mill, many of them have never had this kind of human contact. Mm-hmm. And, and we and we get problems with that with many of them who like they like why well I love you because you're really nice mm-hmm. to me but now I'm not going to share you mm-hmm. and I got my mm-hmm. knife out for everybody or else. I don't want you to leave or but I, I, I always say it's the one of like oh I like this I like this a lot yeah you know they I mean it's just like they can't get enough of it just like someone who's been starved of affection right and then all of a sudden they get the affection and they're like just like they're frantic. To like, so what she gets is now they now they're trying to choose between I really baby. like you mm-hmm. and then that's my baby over there. Mm-hmm. So let me just grab I like this her baby. better than this baby. Yeah. So let me so. let me just grab this baby and drag this baby around and I'll be with you with this baby in my mouth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> when you have a little dog, it's not a big deal. You can you know make accommodations, set them up in a you know a pen or something in in my office, you know, with like a blanket over them or whatever, and they're they're fine with that. Usually, they're like in the same room. Right. But I just want to make sure that you know they're not gonna because most of them are going to be protective of their babies and they're not going to want my dogs around right and you know they'll bark at them or whatever um pesto likes to charge the door that is closed but if somebody sniffs underneath it she's banging on the door <laughs> to, to chase them away but um so with little dogs you can kind of sometimes you can have them be around you with their babies but with big dogs that's you know that they just need more space you know yeah. to have their litter yeah. and so it doesn't really work out but um where do you want me to go next? So when you when the temperature drops mm-hmm. and you're then you're looking for and the signs are things like, do they usually refuse food? Sometimes um, they will still drink water most of the time. Sometimes they'll eat less. Or um, with mill dogs, they don't always like our dry food. So you know sometimes you'll put a little canned in it. So they'll eat the canned part. <laughs> they're like, I'm not giving that up no matter what. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you can usually see that they're, they don't eat as much and, or if at all. And then they'll start panting a lot. Poor Bernice was on the couch panting all day. I kept putting her back in the room and she'd just be like, no, I don't want to stay in here. And so that's why she ended up having the puppy. Um, I put her in her, the room 
at like five five thirty because I was gonna Bernice, yeah, because I was gonna feed her and uh, feed everybody, and so I put her in the room, and then that's when I heard the baby cry that she just had right there on the floor. <laughs> so she was ready to have it, but she didn't want to be, you know, she was like, I'm not giving up this couch. Yeah. So um, sometimes that happens. <clears throat> but um, but every dog is different. Um, some of them, their temps don't drop at all. Like Basil's didn't. It was still 100.5, like, the whole time. And she then she had babies. And... Um, Sometimes they don't do any nesting. Sometimes they don't do any panting. So you just ha- kind of have to have a like a arsenal of things you're looking for, and they might do one or two of them. So it's not always the same, but most of the just time, just like women, yeah, most of the time they're nesting and digging around in blankets or or um, towels and panting a lot and just you know kind of you can and you can usually see um, even with the long-haired ones that the contractions starting, yeah, to try to push the puppies out. That's what I, I don't think a lot of people don't <laughs> tell this story about. He's have a grooming shop in Southern California, <clears throat> and we would always like let a lot of the dogs just run around on the floor and play there while we're grooming other dogs. We had this dog that was just there to be, have a bath. It was like a shepherd mix, short-haired shepherd mix, and it's you know it looks fat, but everybody, the, the public's oh, no. dogs are fat. Yeah, you know. Yeah, that's just commonplace. That dog's sitting over there in the corner. And I just kind of glance at it once in a while, and I oh, Lord. look at it some more, and Uh-oh. I go, I don't know the story, so I'm like, oh, what <laughs> I know where it's going. It looks like she's contracting. Uh-oh. Well, I was the only one that had babies in there. Everybody else, nobody else had had babies. I go, look at her. Look what she's doing. So we look, and you can see it. Mm-hmm. You know, if you watch, you can see them, like, their, their abdomen, like, contract. And you're like, something's going to come out of there. <laughs> <laughs> you hope so. So then I go over there and look at her and put this my hands is, This on is her. a German Shepherd? A client's dog. She's here for a bath. A German Did Shepherd? Did not know yeah. she was pregnant? So I go over there and put my hands on her, and I can feel her contracting. I'm like, this dog is this dog, this dog's going to have puppies. I mean, it's like she's going to have puppies. Where on the abdomen are you putting your hands to determine you're feeling contractions? Um, Where's Bessie? She's oh, sleeping. Wow. You leave her alone. <laughs> yeah, who's snoring here, behind me? Come here, kitty. It's um, in front of the... Hold kitty doesn't have a belly. In front of the back legs. I know you love me the most. <laughs> <laughs> like you. Right to Laura. Right to anybody but you. Anybody but you. <laughs> you would be feeling this right here. Okay. But there's usually a belly. In the baby zone. And you would see the whole thing tighten yeah. up. And the German Shepherd is just sitting in the corner, just she's sitting there. sitting she's upright, she's upright she's panting. panting. And you could just see that... That belly just flexed. And then loosen back up. So then tell, what happened? So we're all just kind of looking at it, like kind of in shock and awe. And I said, call her owners. Like right now. Right now. Like right now. Yeah. Your dog's washed clean, ready to go. Come here, come here, come here, come here, come here. Pay your bill. They're not home. Of course they weren't home. Yeah. They're not even home. Yeah. So what am I going to do? I mean, I You got birth and baby. You going to deliver those pups. I don't have any place to put her. I don't have a welping, a welping pin. <laughs> so we just laid a bunch of towels down on the ground and tried to, you know. She had like eight puppies. What? Wow. In the, at, at the hair of the dog? At the hair of the dog. Oh, How long and did that Rochelle, take? And, Rochelle, and Rochelle being, this is, this is Rochelle in a nutshell. She calls the newspaper. <laughs> <laughs> she 
was going to get some free advertising. <laughs> <laughs> they came out and they took pictures. And this is the best. I never heard this story before. Yeah, she had like eight puppies. That hair of the dog, a, a dog hours. had eight puppies well, there. That's pretty good. Oh, mercy. For goodness sake. I don't know how you take your dog for... for uh, did you ever get any backstory on well, like, people, oh, I just the, wanted my dog to have a bath, didn't know there... Well, yeah. Because oh. naturally the story's not going to turn out well. That's what I always figured. <laughs> I mean, but let's just let... Because you don't know your dog's even pregnant. Let's just let people know the reality. <laughs> of what, you so know. the reality was they came and took their dog home. Did they take the puppies? They took the puppies. It wasn't like, oh my but gosh, they live in a really nice neighborhood. And oh my gosh, they didn't spay their dog. But just a couple months all late. All those puppies the drowned other... in the pool. <gasps> oh, that's oh, a great no. story. Cool story, bro. Every one of them drowned in the pool. That wow. is a horrible they story. They were pieces of shit. Oh, my gosh. And, you terrible. know, they kept her outside with, like, some kind of a box or something. And there's puppies. Well, what do you think puppies are going to do? They're going to do right. this. They all died. That is oh. terrible. That is terrible. This is a fun podcast. <laughs> Best <laughs> podcast ever. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. That's the reality. I mean, that's the reality sometimes. 30%. <laughs> sometimes your litter's all good and sometimes it's all bad. So yeah, that's awful. That was terrible. That was terrible. How did you How did you hear about that later? Um, I think Rochelle touched base with them. The yeah. news people probably and they called didn't them. think that was a big deal. Oh, you They're know. Not else. People drown all the time. <laughs> yeah, I get it. That's fine. Weird. So, you know, some people care about their dogs a lot more than others. The True. end. Wow. So that's yeah. not what happens at Jen's house. Yeah. <laughs> no. Jen Fair. has no pool. No, nope. Jen no doesn't pool. let to- puppies toddle to the pool. I nope. have uh, baby nope. monitors and and cameras and and twenty four seven watching them all the time as much as I can. But um, while they're panting and their temps dropped and they're doing all these things, that gives me time to get together my supplies. Which is what um, towels, usually little ones, so I can help dry dogs and puppies. Um, uh, hemostats or uh, dental floss, something to tie off the cord if it gets too short. Um, suction, baby suction, because more often than not, the moms give up, they get tired, and they just, well, here's the sack, you deal with it. Yeah. And so, yeah. The be technical term to for that tool is booger sucker. A booger, booger sucker. sucker. Yay! You get the booger sucker 5,000 out. We need to get Jen the new thing. So, there is a new book. Booger Sucker 5000. So it's, it's called the Mom Frida. It's got a so laser instead sight. Instead of using the bulb like this, because Brian doesn't, she's like a pro. She can whip them around and do it real quick. So instead of doing this, you take this and you like this. Ew! But what? No, there's a filter. So there's a filter. You're so going to be a big it. filter in That's there. That's still gross. Trying to do the choke on the horses. I'm not oh, doing that. That way you can get a lot of suction on it. And I don't need that much. I don't no. want that. <laughs> Just and, like, <laughs> no, so, they, so you've got that one, and then there's another one. The other one is motorized, and you just put it there on there. There we go. That's what I'm talking about. Suck their brains right out Okay, well, I would like to tell you that once they are have taken their first breath, whether it be sucked with stuff in it or not, they don't sit still after that. <laughs> They're wiggling all over, so trying to suction them is not always easy. you got to get around that tongue that's flailing around everywhere. So it's not as easy as a baby nose. So when a puppy is born, mm-hmm. they come, they're in their sack. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure some moms don't do anything. No. Um, and their job should be, their mom should do what? 
so they're supposed to push baby out, push. Can I say placenta? Are you guys going to be gross? No. Yes. No. Sorry, Wes. <laughs> I mean, it's gross, but <laughs> that's not even, whatever. So, that's not even close to like the blurred words on our podcast. That is yeah. true. It was we very did. shitty. <laughs> my, my friends at work, I told them I was coming to do this, and they're like, oh, you'll have to send us the link, and then I'm okay, but don't listen to last week. No. <laughs> don't click on that one. It's funny, though. <laughs> it is, for sure. I was dying laughing. Because, because Pesto, was too. Pesto was having her puppies at the time this was all going on. So... <laughs> So normally, mom pushes out the baby. It's attached to the placenta. She pushes that out, too. She takes the placenta off the baby, so attach, unattaches the umbilical cord, and takes the baby out of the sack, So that, and then she licks the face and gets it breathing, gets all the gunk out of its lungs and stuff like that so that it can cry and start wiggling around and pink up because they're usually born blue. Yeah. So that's not what she's supposed to do. Or not right. breathing. Yeah. You can see them moving around in the sack before the sack is broken. Um, and so it's just like babies, you know, the, they yeah. have their little yeah. sack and then they, they have to learn how to breathe air. Yeah. So um, that's what they're supposed to do. But if you have someone who has, you know, large litter uh, after a while, especially like with Basil, she had one puppy and then an hour and a half later, she'd have another one. And then an hour and a half later, she'd have another one. So hours and hours and hours are going by and she's not having that many babies, but she's also not really distressed she's not really contracting you know she's just hanging out waiting in between <laughs> what's up oh cool and i'm like it's the middle of the night Hello. <laughs> yeah, <like this. laughs> get going so after about the fourth or fifth one she's like that's your sack you, you do that <laughs> i'm not doing so, it anymore. I'm, not, um, I'm out all done yeah. <laughs> so i started taking care of that and she got to the point where she pushed the puppy out but not the rest of it and then they were getting closer together and I could see another puppy trying to get around the placenta inside oh, of geez. her. Oh, jeez. So um, I was like, okay, got to work faster. <laughs> and so she did end up pushing them out in the right order. But sometimes they stack up like that with pesto. She was having two or three every 15 minutes. Oh, jeez. And so it was taking both of us to revive all these puppies and get them all ready to, you know, to breathe and wiggle. And, and I think a lot of people don't understand, <clears throat> like, when you take a dog for a C-section, Obviously, they open that up, and these puppies are coming quick because mm -hmm. they're yeah. all right here's here. Here's a puppy. Here's a so puppy. And they didn't get, when you do a C-section, they don't get squeezed through the birth canal, which squeezes yeah, the they're mucus just, They're just quietly, and, and they're like this. But <laughs> the bad part about the C-section is you give mom anesthesia, which also goes to babies. Right. So yeah. they just hand a puppy off to every staff member, whoever's there, and revive that puppy. That's your job, right. revive that puppy. Right. And so... Um, which entails... You, you, you have Rubbing to stimulate Rubbing that vigorously, puppy yeah, to try so. to make its lungs work. Yeah. And so they put it in a towel, suctioning, and you're rubbing it, rubbing it, rubbing it. It almost looks abusive. Yeah. And because you're trying to wake that puppy up. Right. You know, wake want up. them to cry. And take and a cry breath. cry loud. Yeah. Look and at Travis's face over there. He's the, like, oh, my um, gosh. I don't want to do it. So <clears throat> I've done if, it before. If the umbilical cord gets too short and you're rubbing, 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 you're also bleeding, 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 bleeding. Right. Bleeding. Right. So you got to tie that off. At the same time, you're trying to wake up this puppy and not have it too long where it's not revived. Right. So and a lot of times a, the mom, fast and furious. she chews mm -hmm. that cord mm -hmm. and she'll chew it too close to yeah, their belly. I had one and, she, she, and she can kill them. One of Basil's, she chewed it right to the, yeah, right to the right. stuff. And I was like, yeah. I was, you know, I, I was worried about that one, but it, you know, I, you would almost think that it, that would be it. But right. for that puppy, it was like, no, nah, just hang on. <laughs> I'm going to eat now. I'm good. <laughs> Got a hole in my belly. But, you know, and it wasn't really a hole, but it was just like. Well, right we did there. have one that she yes. chewed it in, through the belly, and I had to come pick it up, mm -hmm. take it to 
Dr. Reno's office, but it was it was bad. There was no saving that. Yeah, movie. that I don't remember who that was. That mama, but it was oh geez, it was a little one. I remember it was a that. little dog. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but well, it um, was a big hole. Yeah, it was. So if they have them, you know, there's good and bad. If they have one every hour and a half, then you have plenty of time in between yeah. to prepare. But then she started getting faster and faster and faster, and by then she's tired. Yeah. And so she's like, you deal with all the faster, faster, faster. <laughs> I'm going to take a nap <laughs> over here. So after I, I did like three of them, I think, in, in maybe an hour, and then after that she's like, okay, I'll help again. And that's when she's, you know, the cord got too short, and then she um, – with the first one, and this happens a lot with moms, when they have the first one, they just have one. She wants to lick it all the time. She's cleaning, 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 cleaning. I love my baby, except the baby's now cold and wet, and they can't nurse when they're cold and wet, or they yeah. can't digest their milk and stuff. And so it's not ideal. And so I was just hoping she would hurry up and have more puppies so she could leave that one alone. So yeah. And that worked. So she, I was able to get puppies into the incubator to keep them warm while she was working on other ones so right. some moms want their babies with them through the whole thing and don't touch my baby you know leave it here and i want to keep count of how many are here and some are like i just want to work on the one that's coming out and you can do whatever you want with the other so every time is different but i always have the incubator heated up and ready to go so that i can put them in there and and what kind of things will they do you say that some dogs they want their babies all there and they count them. Mm-hmm. So if you take their babies, what do they do? Do they, they get stop. up? They stop. They stop. No more labor. No more babies. <laughs> stop. <laughs> give me back my baby. I'm not doing this anymore until you give me what I want. So, yeah. I mean, that's why I most of the time I'm, I'm trying to make sure I get to know them first so they are okay with me being in the room. Mm-hmm. Because otherwise, if you're in the room and they don't want you there, they just won't have puppies. Oh. Just I'm just gonna hold them because I don't like you. Leave. Yeah. yeah. Hmm. So. That's wild. Yeah. So if they don't, if it's like puppy time and puppy's supposed to be coming out and like you're in the room, they don't want you to be in the room. So not, are they going to die in there? Mm. I think they would probably have them eventually, but they're going to hang on and, and. I mean, they're still in their little bubble until they uh-huh. come out. But like most of the time, like one of, I had one that um, came out. I saw feet. And this happened. This happens a lot. They, they come out for each all the time, but you see feet in no sack. You're like, uh oh. Yeah. You know, that one's not getting the protection mm-hmm. of the sack, so you got to get that out quickly. Mm-hmm. So you can see them contract, and you just kind of have to grab the feet and guide them out because uh, I think they're harder to get out once the sack is broken. You know, they kind of stick to everything in there. Yeah. So, so I've they're had coming to, out with their legs. I've had to grab some feet and guide them out and, you know, then go through the whole process of trying to revive them and stuff. But, um, but yeah, they, they will. I mean, at some point, their body's going to take over, and they can't. They have to have the puppy. Yeah. It's kind of like but, you know what happens to when you have to poo, yeah, yeah. <laughs> we got so much more poop content we haven't even shared with you guys yet. We can have a whole other poop content. I mean, no. seriously, <laughs> Jen. All I could think that morning, I hear Renee said they were flying out. <laughs> That's just, so what yeah. it felt like. They know, were. Pesto, just Pesto had her nine babies in like four hours. So <clears throat> that's too funny. I had no idea that was going on with you, though. So sorry. Yeah. <laughs> Down at the hospital. Yay. <laughs> sorry. Uh, don't give me cackling again. <laughs> She's going to pee on herself and don't even get it going. Uh, so lots of scenarios with puppies and when they come out and, you know, what all work I have to do. But I just have to be prepared for whatever comes. And it's been... I took puppies. My first fosters were, what, 10-week-old puppies? Those um, homeless 
Pomeranians, yeah. I think, the puppies. Oh, that yeah. was in August of 2016. Pip's 20... one of them. Pip. Yeah. yeah, Pippin's one of them. Yeah, August mm. of 2016. So it's been a little over six years. I've had um, 390 moms and babies. See, she knows her stats. In the last six me. years. That, that Those are only the ones that made it to the adoption day. So the ones that didn't make it, did I didn't count them in that number. Yeah. Yeah, that's a lot of dogs to have in your house in six years. <laughs> but it's, you know. I mean, it's like. Well, you know, and it just depends She's on... She's got me beat, so... It depends on what size the litters are and how many they decide to rescue all at once. I know, but, so, you know, m- most people, when they would do the job that you do, I will, I can say this because, I mean, I know this to be true. They would complain about this or that or bitch about this or that or... I would. Talk, you know, <laughs> I would. I, I would, would never do it. it I have. I mean, and I didn't even have... And it rightfully so. But you know what? Jen, you are probably the most <laughs> positive person I've ever met in my life. And no matter what you go through, you just keep this effervescent attitude about what you're doing. And you just keep, I mean, you're amazing because I don't, I, do you know anybody that's as positive no. as she is with what all she's done by herself? No. No. You're amazing. Nobody would do it. No. Nobody. I, I raised a litter one time of only two puppies and I hated it. It was awful. I'll never do it again. I I've did done too, it a few times. It was hard. I did too. And then I kept them both. <laughs> that was my first conversation that I ever. I kept had. one and Trap kept the other one. So. Well, she had three and one passed away. And you were gonna, if you're gonna keep one, how do you choose after yeah. six weeks? Yeah. Which one do you keep? So yeah. I just kept both of them. And so I had a beagle pack of four for nine years before Magnolia came along. Yeah. But yeah. Um, I don't know. I do have, you only have two dogs now? I have three. Have so two, two beagles and raising the, the Yorkie. Um, Chip is three, and he was my first foster fail. Uh-huh. And then raising was the Yorkie that I foster failed on last year. She's 11 months old now. And then Cooper is part of that original four-pack, and he'll, and be, how old he'll is he? be 15 in January. Oh, so you saw so oh, I lost, 15. I lost his mom, dad, and sister last year. All, within all of your months. beagles live to be teens, though, right? Even Magnolia, which yeah. is some kind of miracle. I got her when she was two months before her 11th birthday, and I thought, okay, she's a mill dog. She hasn't had any medical care her whole life. She's cranking out puppies at 10 and a half years old. Maybe I'll her give her you know, a year or two, you know, a year or so to you know, live the high life or whatever. And she was like, uh-uh. <laughs> Four years I'm later, for she's this. like, um, I'm living my life. So, yeah, so she lived to be 15, and then, so yeah, I had the of my four pack those two the parents lived to be almost 16 and then i lost um the sister and she was 13 she had mouth cancer mm. so was I'm, i can't remember on magnolia was magnolia the beagle that mm-hmm. we got from the other auction house when you and i went yeah so you guys went two weeks in a row in october of 2015 mm-hmm. and i just remember the picture of all the frenchies on the blanket and magnolia the beagle <laughs> Yeah. So that she, was no, when she didn't come from she didn't she came from the southwest. Yeah, but she, she came with the way week that he went, not yeah, the week yes. that I went. Okay. And there was when I when we were at the other auction house That was a different weekend. That was a different, okay. Yeah, there was, was like two weekends we, in a we row. got like every you said before we left, don't get this breed, this breed or this breed. I went to the bathroom and I came back and Travis <laughs> had two of the breeds. I'm like, what are no, you No, that was doing? a different beagle. That was uh, buddy. Yeah, that okay. was his, or his name's Buddy. Now, Cliff yeah. was his name. Cliff. Cliff. Okay, we're oh, yeah, after yeah. the cheers. After the cheers. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. She yeah, had Puggles. Magnolia came with the pregnant, with the yeah. pregnant mamas, the pregnant French. She was Puggles. She had Puggles, and I, I don't remember. 
Was it one or two Frenchies that were pregnant? Well, I think one of them was Blackberry. Was lavender, lavender, lavender and Blackberry. Blackberry. That's right. Lavender's babies went to Blackberry, right? Yeah. yeah. There was baby. just one. Yeah. 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 Baby. Yes. Well, she had another. She had another one, but it was cleft really right. bad. Really bad. Well, and that's what you have to do when you get these guys, once you're reviving them and stuff, that's the first thing I do is put my finger in their mouth, make sure there's nothing going on in there that wouldn't keep them from sucking. And yeah. then, you know, whether mom's had one baby or 10, they go right on the nipple to see if they can latch yeah. and get, you know, some moms have milk before they give birth, some don't. With Basil, it took her a good probably two days. She had some, she had enough for them to, you know, maintain and gain a little bit of weight, but now she, it's just flowing everywhere. Yeah. Um, a lot of that's nutrition. A lot of it's no space. Um, <laughs> and, and, and moms are different, just like, yep. just like ladies. Like some ladies have milk before their baby comes out. I don't understand that. And then some, it's like two days, two, three days before your milk comes in. Yep. But you'll see problems with puppies, even like at birth where you, it's, it's harder to revive them. I mm-hmm. mean, you lost... <clears throat> You lost two of Basil's, Basil's pups. Yeah. One was the umbilical cord was too short. And then the other one was hard to, she revive. was just, hard you know, get, kind of blue slow. for a little longer than, yeah. you know, I'm rubbing, 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 rubbing. And she, you know, was wiggling around. She just wasn't, she was kind of lethargic a little bit. And yeah. then, you know, she pinked up and she was good, but the, and she latched, she was eating, but then yeah. she just faded. Well, the thing, then, the, I mean, because the thing is, is that, I mean, a lot of people don't even realize that, like, many times that these puppies, there's there's something wrong with them right. on the inside. Right, you can't you tell know? what's going on internally. Right. Um, there was, you know, moms are, especially these larger ones, like Basil's kind of fat on top of being pregnant with a lot of dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, <clears throat> you know, she'll just lay wherever. Well, you know, you have an 11-ounce puppy and a hundred and something pound dog if she lays on that puppy she could kill it you yeah. know and it could or, you know it could have something going on internally after that that we can't see yeah so sometimes they go that way <clears throat> yeah she could step on it in a in a second yeah you know when you're not looking and you won't know yeah well i always tell when i'm talking to like families about adopting a puppy you know i always explain who jen is you know that she is a registered nurse and that you know she works from home and you know, I always I put what you do into one little tied up with a bow. You know, okay. I just call it case management. Yes. Because that's kind of the easiest way to. But I explain, you know, like what you do and what your life is and how devoted you are. Because sometimes people will like, they don't really understand. And, you know, like if they don't know that much about us and maybe they don't know what maternity manner is. So I have to, when they say, oh, can we go see our puppy? And I have to explain that, no, you can't go see your puppy. And I explain the reason why. Mm -hmm. Number one, you know, Jen (laughs) is doing this. And if we had her open her door to every person going in, it would be a revolving door and it would be very Mm -hmm. disruptive. And, you know, and once I explain all that, they understand. And then I also explain, look, we also want to keep your puppy safe. Keeping mm-hmm. your puppy safe means that we don't no have germs. all these germs coming in and out. You've been around dogs. You want to bring this in, and then you went I to go the dog park with your dog earlier today, and your sh- you've exactly. got something on your shoe, like no. And so mm-hmm. I go from there into, you know, even after you take your puppy home, you're not going to put your puppy down, not even mm-hmm. at your vet's office. You hold yeah. your puppy. Don't put, mm-hmm. you know, go through the whole thing. But I love to tell them, you know, this is who's raising your puppy. You know, you have a registered nurse who is there with her hands on your puppy, watching your puppy, caring for, you know. She knows everything about your puppy. Exactly. She can tell your puppy apart when you have 11 puppies that look exactly the same. <laughs> and I can't, I can't tell you how many people who've adopted a puppy that's been raised by Jen that just gush 
over how wonderful their dog is and how well, you know, socialized their puppy is because of what Jen, the time that she puts into it. You know, it's not just simply being there and birthing these puppies. Well, and it's not simply, okay, Basil over there has nine puppies in her whelping pen. Like this. Hi, Basil. It's it's not like you walk by and wave. I mean, your hands are on those puppies all the time. Well, uh, every dog, no matter how many, if they have one or 15, whatever, um, I don't leave them alone until I know I can trust them because we have no idea why these mill owners are getting rid of these dogs. Right. Do they they could be bad moms. They could have no milk. They could, you know, they require bottle feeding. There's so many things. So I, you know, whether, whenever they have finished having their puppies, I'm slowly, like I'm with them all the time. I will give them, you know, half an hour. I'll go check again. Then I'll, you know, overnight if I'm sleeping, I'm waking up every hour to go and check to make sure that they're still okay for the first night. You know, for the first night. Then I'm like, okay, you know, she's taking good care of them and nobody's screaming. So, you know, they're all eating, they're latching. You know, that's one of the things. The first night. one off in the corner and she's not paying attention to it. The first night, you know, that's what I'm trying to do is make sure they're all latching and they're they're eating on a regular basis because I don't want them to fade away. Puppies can get low blood sugar really fast. And um, that happened with this one. But... um, so the first night I'm usually in there, like at least once, in, you know, every hour. And then the second night, I'll maybe every two or three hours. And then after that, I'm like, okay, and now I'm just going to wait until I hear crying. And I can tell the different cries. I can tell the cry. They will lay next to mom two inches away and cry because they can't find the nipple. <laughs> I'm dumb. And I'm like, dumb. I'm like, figure it out. But then you can tell, okay, mom's stepping on somebody or, you know, she's moving around in there. You can, I'm I, cold I can in the tell, corner. <laughs> yeah, I can tell all the different cries. So then I'm like, okay, this one requires I get out of bed and go check on them. And so that's, so having three litters within eight days and having to do that, you know, checking on them all the time, that's why I'm tired. <laughs> but, you know, I run into people at the vet um, sometimes and they recognize me and they're, they're like, oh, I thought you were retired. And I'm like, um, no, <laughs> I, I work a 50 plus hour job, you know, she's tired. She's job. not retired. In addition to taking care of all these puppies, but it's fun. I, I love it. You know, and, and it, it, if I lose one, it's very sad, but yeah. you just try to concentrate on the ones that do make it to adoption. And, you know, like Renee says, we're going to have three large litter or th- large litters of puppies, whatever, that they're all going to have big poops. So that part of it, I'm like, Get ready to go to your new home now. Yeah. Whenever we get lots of large dogs that have, you know, lots of poop. But um, I'm sorry, Jolene, I didn't mean to kick you. Did you tell the story the last time? I wasn't here the last time when Jen was on. Did you tell the story about Angela and what she did, you know, about the puppies and how they were in the incubator? I can't remember and the whole we talked well, we told that story, I think, on when we yeah, talked I about it. Yeah, I think it Angela. was before. I wasn't here, but I think it was told before. Because her, I mean, the way that you did it, though, and her getting you to take those puppies back down out of the incubator <laughs> and give yes. them to her. She was very mad at me. <laughs> so, I, you know, her, the mom, the lab died unexpectedly during a C-section and um, had four lab boys. And Angela had, what, she was a corgi that had what three week old puppies? Were they three or because they were three weeks? Three or, four or weeks. were they four weeks old? I don't they know. Were, it was it was pretty far yeah. along. It was yeah. a long shot. I think they were best. three because I hadn't started weaning them yet. Um, and but still, having a corgi that's bigger than a lab is a weird thing. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and those, and those puppies in the in the whelping pen. 
I guess we should probably, in case people don't know this story, so the, the, the lab mama, yep. she passed away right after her C-section. In the middle yes. of the in night the of at the, night. the ER. So we got orphan babies. And they're crying. The vet's calling me at like 4.30 in the morning, and I hear the babies crying, and they're like, I'm like, can you give them some? They don't have milk. They don't yet. have They don't eat that ER. stuff. So they're just like, come get your puppies because. Well, and any other time we have a dog that goes in for a C-section, they usually keep them for a while. So I went to bed. Yeah. yeah. I, I thought, okay, I'll go pick them up in the morning. And Because they've got their mama. Everybody's yeah. blowing up my phone and I'm like, oh my goodness. So I go get them and I'm preparing to bottle feed for lab puppies. Yeah. And we thought, okay, well, let's just see what Angela will do with them, you know, because the puppies are three weeks difference in age. And that's a and lot. And we're yeah. like, we're like, yeah, why would you poop on them? You could you try know? and like sneak a puppy in there. Tell, right. Tell like what you did though, because this part of it, I love this part of the story. It never gets old for me. <laughs> I love it. I just took one puppy in there and let her sniff it and she wanted to lick on it and you know clean it up and it you know it was going to be her baby and a lot of mothers Won't would would that. look at that puppy and go get that thing that's not my baby. Try yeah. to bite it you know that's not my baby that doesn't smell right you could yeah. try and sneak it in there and like put some poo on it yeah. or something and we, try we to tried to trick her roll her in you know roll them in the other babies and yeah. you know, make them smell like corgis and um so i just you know i put one in there and i watched what she did with it and i said okay well let's just latch it on see if she'll let it eat and she did and so then I took one at a time until all four of them were in there. And <laughs> while I was Never watching, you pictures. get a baby, you those get another pictures baby. That you're sending. <laughs> She's just like, oh, what's happening here? <laughs> you know, the look on her face was just like, oh, I have four more babies. But I didn't want to leave them alone with her because I didn't, you know, again, I have to build trust with these moms and make sure they're going to be okay with this change. They're not going to hurt so these babies. I put them in the incubator that I have up. I had her in my bathroom and I put her, put them, the incubators up on my sink and so um i put him in there and she comes out of that whelping pen and starts jumping in her little court give me legs babies and back. Barking and, you know give me back my baby give me back my whenever, labs whenever jen sent the text and said she was like jumping up at the incubator I'm like yes <laughs> that was it i mean she was like those are mine and she didn't look back and she raised them and so like a week goes by with they're all together the corgis and i know the corgis and the labs and so the corgis were keeping the labs warm and then I was starting I love to those photos. starting <laughs> to wean the the corgis a little bit for mom. You know they get puppy gruel and stuff like that. And so at the end, you know, the last few weeks, she just had to we had to extend her adoption so she could take care of another litter of puppies. But yeah. she did, and then she of course she them. got on the news and everything else. Yes, <laughs> but you know once that so you know in the beginning though the corgi pups were bigger than the mm -hmm. lab babies. What was hilarious and so much fun to watch was all of a sudden the lab pups yes. were bigger than the corgi babies. It doesn't take all long. In the whelping pin together. <laughs> yes. Brother from another mother. That's right. <laughs> That yeah. was like, that was a miracle. Yeah, it well, really was. She took those pups. Well, and I have been, you know, playing around with Feta and Basil because Feta has one puppy and she's super anxious. And so I thought, okay, well, let me just see if Basil would like, you know, her puppy. And so I let her sniff it and she was like, hey, that's, you know, that smells like my sister, I think. You know, so she, she was licking it right away. Uh, I didn't leave it with her. I put it back with Feta, with Feta. But whenever I took the, um, basil's puppies to the vet today and when i came back i was like hey feta do you want to smell your sister's babies and so i took a couple of them out and she did the same thing so i think they're just you know they're in sync the two of them so if i switched babies around i don't think they would care she just comes back to the vet with another puppy <laughs> right how many well the problem that she has with um feta who has the one pup she has one pup 
So she's nervous, and she yeah. wants to be with Jen. So she just carries her baby around by All his head. The, a could lot. you take her baby though, and just take just take her baby and give it to her sister? That's what and I just, could. And then she's done. And then yeah. and then just send her off to the sanctuary and let her sister raise the baby. I could. I took the baby um, earlier because whenever she's carrying it around, it's screaming, yeah. and I'm trying to work, and it's you know I'm like oh my gosh, so I'm screaming from downstairs to you know from upstairs to downstairs. Put the baby down. Put your baby down. <laughs> <laughs> and so I took it for a little while and just wrapped it in a blanket stuck it on my desk and it went right to sleep yeah and it's e- he's eating um she's letting him eat but i haven't seen her sleep much at all i mean yeah. she's just like so nervous that she's just always up and and she just you know she wants i put her in a room by herself she wants to be out you know and so she wants to be around us but i don't want her to be around my dogs and be like oh you can't be around my baby right and so it might be the easier like, thing to do for jen of... and for her and for that baby to just well, if just the, give her, the give her baby The only issue I have with it is that Basil is very round, and she has eight puppies surviving of her own. When even when she's laying down flat, you have to dig under there to get that second row of yeah of teats. Right. Because, and so, so she's so overweight and she has bad hips. So she yeah. said when she tries to get up, she's like unsteady. Yeah. And she's already she's already laid on top of one yeah. baby that yeah. has passed away. Now whether it passed away from that, yeah, I don't or know from something else. Yeah. We don't know. I just went in there and it was <clears throat> under mom. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, but she's, when she's standing up, um, and they, all three of these mamas push all the blankets and stuff away. So they want on the floor, the cool floor, which is slick. Yeah. And so when you have bad hips and you're trying to stand up on a slick floor, you know, that's just not a good combination. So that's why she's stepping on, (laughs) stepping on puppy feet and tails and, you know, that kind of stuff. So that's my only reservation with putting Feta's puppy in there is that it's already hard enough to get to those nipples, you know, for her eight. Um, I think it would be fine. Um, I watch him close enough that I don't think it'd be a big deal. I just poor. How Fed many I days feel. has she had her puppy now? Um, Fed. Okay, Basil's was born on Sunday, so Feta had hers on Tuesday, Monday night. Tuesday. So, so just two days in the middle of the night. Yeah. Days. So, so just go day by day. And, yeah, I mean they're literally decide. the same size. You know, yeah, the 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 puppies are. So we're, we are going to have what we call Puppy Palooza, and it's like our big adoption event. Jen brings her purple purple puppy bag but they're not going to fit in the purple puppy bag so she'll have to go to the crates this time but yeah they'll all come so we've got adoption dates she's got the poodle little buckingham's poodles on december 10th 10th and then we've got christmas eve puppies and we've got new year's eve puppies going so we i mean you had a christmas eve puppy of like here's well it's difficult it's because it's this time of year a lot of people are out of town or they're on vacation or they're traveling so it's it's hard to find homes for people who are going to be home to adopt their puppy right even if they have kids and they want to surprise them with a baby or a puppy then what if they need to go out of town and they, they you know, have to take yeah. this puppy with them? So right. um, that's kind of fluid, you know, to see if they, if people want to take them on the 24th or if we need to wait. But I'm off work a few days there because we have work holidays. You know, since Christmas and New Year's are on the weekends, yeah. I have the Mondays off. So we can, you know, But we'll those are the hardest out. days. Once you have a big litter of puppies, once they get yeah, old like that, then they're I, pooping. I just that's cannot what, emphasize I was, that enough. I that's just, what Renee was saying. Is you're going to have three large, three large no, litters. People have no idea how much pooping they do. Because well, Laura and Jen are always, like, they, you go with, by the birth date of the puppies. We know. So what is the eight-week marker of when we would mm-hmm. put, have the The moment the they're born, I'm already... Like talking to Jen about okay the target adoption date yeah. because the moment that they pass the two week mark and they've survived two weeks that's when we start working their home right mm-hmm. we want to make sure that they're gonna 
survive. So they're going to be fading. They would have probably faded by, by the fourteenth day. Yeah. So I usually wait till the fourteenth, around the fourteenth day, and then we start working it truly in earnest. You know, yeah. like because I feel a lot of pressure on me. You should. Yes, because I know well, you have twenty-four <laughs> puppies to get. I know for. that. Jen's <laughs> under a lot of pressure, and so, like, right now, I still have two... She's under a lot of poo. Two poodle boys. <laughs> well, because you have... This is what Jen always says. She, The mama takes care of those puppies until... Four weeks. Until for four weeks. But then those other four weeks is when you start to wean them, and they start right. to eat gruel, and now they're... And now and they're, they're crapping mommy, everywhere. Their mommy doesn't eat their pee in their poop anymore. Right, because it hmm. smells different. Yeah, yeah. so the so mom's like, I'm comes not to doing me. that. Yes. I'm not doing That's that. That's gross. You do that, <laughs> yeah, so they're not officially weaned from mom until, you know, they're about six weeks old. But we start and just slowly do it from four weeks on every day, giving them a little bit more time away from mom, a little bit more time with gruel and testing it out and some of the puppies will dive right into it some of them are like i don't know what that is but i'm not eating it some of them want milk in it yeah um some of them are you know want canned some of them want dry so it's it's just figuring out what they're going to eat and um then slowly weaning them off of mom and then you know they're getting supervised play because she still has a lot to teach them yeah um but I, i just don't want them to nurse on her anymore after six weeks because we also need to dry her milk up get her spade so she can get her adoption date yeah. going too right but um yeah with these now 18 let's see 18 eight, eight, 1 and 9 yeah 18 large poodle puppies i do some of it to myself because i try to feed them three times a day and so the more they eat the more they poop yeah but um you know the more they poop the better yeah. they feel i mean so with the little dogs sometimes they're you know they need we have sugar supplement that intercal stuff that we give them a couple of times a day to make sure that their blood sugar doesn't drop but if as long as they're eating then you know that usually is not a problem so when i'm weaning them for mom i'm trying to feed them feed them feed them feed them and so that makes lots of poop yeah and so with 18 it's not like they're careful either then they like step all in it and fall yeah. in well, and it's it not and like it's not and like they're <laughs> eating this clean either right yeah. now yes it's got, like, very a messy thing and then and and everything I, is a disaster then they peed on something and then they slipped in it and then like they have little toys and their toys fell in the poop yeah. <laughs> yeah. lots of laundry you know. lots of cleaning they wrestle I they just, knock I, their brother into the i poop. remember the night that we went so it was new year's eve yes and we went to jen's house because bernice is having her puppies and i already have my pajamas on and my bra <laughs> <laughs> and well, she we, didn't have the first one until 5 30 <laughs> and I remember going like the laundry that you had, and we're going in Jen's laundry room because so tr- we're trying to help with. I was so mad. It was my mom was there, and instead of putting it in the laundry room, she threw it away. I'm like all those towels and the blankets, and she's just like, "I'm gonna throw that away," and I'm like, "Ugh!" <laughs> <laughs> I'm like they're washable. We only use them for birthing puppies. <laughs> so, that was, she was never she them. was yeah. never invited back again. So <laughs> I was like, "Nope, you did it wrong." <laughs> I know, but wasn't there's a lot? Am I like dreaming the wrong thing? But didn't we have the two? French bulldog puppies that were having to be bottle fed. Yes. While Bernice was having her babies yes. was going on. I so had, there was like bottle feeding going on. Plus Bernice was having like 18 puppies in the front room. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> she was like, yeah, that's how it goes. It, when well, it rains, it pours. That's and, the only time we ever went to a birth. Yes. And we were, and it was like two thirty in the morning. Then she had to go on to the she ER. To yeah. yeah. She, she had what? 10 anymore. puppies, I think. And she was just out. She and that's, um, you know, with Basil having 11, they're about, I mean, she got tired, so she kind of gave up on things. But about three-quarters of the way through, stuff started turning green. 
you know, and that's sometimes an inside of infection or what's going on there. Is somebody yeah. dead in but there or <clears throat> then they were coming so quickly that I didn't have time to take her to the ER and she kept contracting and she kept pushing them out. So I'm like, okay, we're going to go with it. And they all survived. Yeah. So it was just, but the back of her was just, ugh, it was very, 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 very gross. And that's mm. one and of the reasons we want them to have an x-ray going into, so right. that we, so we have an idea of how many babies. So we know when there. she's done. Well, yeah, but, right. but the x-ray showed nine. She had 11. Yes. Yes. So because when you have a bunch of babies in there, they hide. They can tell. hide. Yeah. You know, they hide. But you're trying to line up skulls, and they're they're, all, they're like laying. Yeah, like Bernices. We can't see how many puppies are in there. There's just <laughs> like a big bag of bones I'm in there. I'm trying to remember what they said. I think they said 14 to 16. Yeah. It was and like a million. Might as well be so a million. I just remember hearing that number and falling on the floor. Yes. I just <laughs> well, we didn't even know Bernice was pregnant. No. No. She, she was in her home. In. She was in my house. And she's just, <laughs> I'll never forget this. She's just, I'm sitting at my kitchen table and she's just laying on the floor next to me. And I just look at her and I'm like, man, she looks kind of fat. And for some reason, I just reached down and squeezed her nipple and like milk came out. like In your eye. Yeah. Not, oh. It wasn't like a little bit of like, you know, clearish liquid. It was milk. It was like mm. a cow. Woo! And I got right on the phone and I was like, I just squeezed Bernice's nipple and milk came out. She called me. And then she moved to my couch. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like Christmas time and I'm getting ready to leave town. And like, uh, uh, uh. I mean, how many... All I can tell you guys that are listening is you don't know how many times we've had the phone call like that. And usually I'm the one delivering the news, so it's not too shocking for me. But whenever I'm telling you, you're like, what? What? (laughs) Well, and they like to pretend, you know, it's kind of like they do the ultrasound. And that's just to confirm that they're pregnant. But they almost always say, oh, there's like four or five babies in there. And you're like, okay, so double that. Because yeah. by the time they get to an x-ray, so they can do an ultrasound at, what, 25, 27 days along. Yep. And, but you can't see the, the bones of the babies at that early. So then you have to wait and do an, an x-ray around 47 days or after. And so it almost always doubles the number. Um, yes. And so, um, you know, even if they were going to do an ultrasound or something early, you know, the x-ray, it was so to packed me, with Bernice. To me, yeah. all an ultrasound so confirms is that they're pregnant. Right. Nothing else. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, if they tell buy, me a number. I don't buy any of your numbers at all. Even the x-ray is not perfect. You can know if there's a couple or a lot. Right. Yeah. I mean. And that's that's one. one. That's one. one. Feta had one. Once they, yeah. one. <laughs> Once they say ten, you're like. Yeah. 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 It might as well be a million. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, you still have to kind of like. The one, which I always forget this dog's name every single time. Who was it that was at the sanctuary and then she just wasn't feeling good? And Gorilla. Yeah. Well, there was a few that, that happened. Yeah, we there had was a lot a, of surprises. There was a few smuggled in. <laughs> well, you know, they'll go, Liz found. They'll go for their spay yeah, and somebody yeah, will say. We took say, her down to the ER at night. Oh, it was it a was Bordeaux. Bordeaux. It was a Bordeaux yeah. with one. The Was that the blockage baby? Yes. yes. Yeah. She had a blockage, and so then the ER, the ER doctor. <laughs> Casserole. Calls, Casserole. He calls me. And her baby smuggler. At like, <laughs> at like 4 o'clock in the morning. I forgot and about I'm that like, one. Oh, she had a blockage. She goes, well, yeah, she had a blockage. <laughs> <laughs> but she passed You'll it. never but guess what was blocking. <laughs> it wasn't in her rectum. <laughs> but I, and I can't even remember the conversation. But I was like on the toilet. <laughs> I was on the toilet. I that again. No, I was I was peeing. I just woke up. You're on the phone. Yeah, I was on the yard. I mean, because he was in the middle of the night. She likes to call my mom when she's peeing or pooping. No, I'm peeing. 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 I'm pee
on the, and I call you, and I'm like, <laughs> and it's like four, and she goes, hello. And it's like four thirty in the morning. She knows if I'm calling you four thirty, you better wake up and talk to me. And I tell her what has happened down at the ER, and she's like, <laughs> I mean, she like said it like six or seven times. She couldn't believe it because that dog was skin and bones mm-hmm. the I whole time did not look her. pregnant there was no i mean she was like skin and bones she's a terrible eater so we can't get weight on her and then they're telling that the, she's at the sanctuary they're telling us she doesn't feel good well, no, she ate, they, yeah she was tearing so up her pad or something yeah, her yeah she was nesting, nesting. <laughs> hello so i'm afraid she put part of her blanket and she's got a blockage yes. now no 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 she was just got a baby in there yeah. She needs she to get them out. She got the smuggler. You don't normally take the temperature of the dogs at the sanctuary that you don't suspect are pregnant well, at all. Because they're skinny. Yeah. She's skinny. We had, so then we had to call Jen again. Jen, there's a dog and a puppy. Yeah. <laughs> we found another puppy for you. Yeah. Drove myself up to the ER and got myself a Bordeaux and a baby. <laughs> that happened I mean, multiple times. That with... like when they say could have knocked you over with a feather. <laughs> mm-hmm. I couldn't have been more taken aback. Between that one and the Poncho Rita, those were the two like, oh, yeah. biggest surprises of all time. <laughs> oh, where Poncho's going in for a... She's going in for a palate. Yes. Like palate. They like to take x-rays and in the chest. Yeah, they're taking a chest x-ray to look at her lungs beforehand. And oh, look at their There's skulls. There's a skull in it. So Dr. Wilkin calls me. Okay, well, we did that x-ray on her chest, you know, before we do that surgery. And he goes, there's little skeleton heads down here. <laughs> I'm like, what? Well, and I had to bottle feed those because she went into respiratory distress yeah. And, yeah. and enlarged heart and all this stuff. And then she's totally fine. She's like, I just didn't want to deal with those babies. She's <laughs> faker. <laughs> those babies tried to die when Dr. Reno did the C-sections, too. She's like, yeah. she fought for those. She, she fought like, fighting for those of, babies yeah, for like One of those, she minutes. fought for a long yeah, time. Yeah. I used <clears throat> to be, back before COVID, I was able to go back there and help, you know, be reviving those bulldogs sometimes and, um, you know, in my own space. And... Um, I think she worked on one of them for like an hour. Yeah, yeah, it was a long time. Yeah, it survived too. It did. Yeah, yeah. yeah. but she worked. She's for very a proud long of that. Time. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, sometimes it takes a while. Yeah. I've worked on. I think it was Gorilla. It was. It was such a pretty. So Merle. Um, what was she? Australian Merle, Thank Shepherd. you, Australian Shepherd. Um, I worked on that dog. It never took a breath. But I worked on that puppy for forty-five minutes until the next one came along, and then I was like, "Sorry, gotta yeah. go." But um, it just never took a breath, just, and it yeah, was so it. pretty. I, it would have been a gorgeous girl, but yeah. Just wasn't meant to be. Yeah. That was that. I think that for me, because Bernice had so many, and that was like I think my I think Bernice was the only time I witnessed a dog mm-hmm. giving birth, and it was really it was a little hard because Bernice had several that just weren't formed and that mm-hmm. came out, and that made I was sad. Yeah. You know when they it came out sad. like that. And yeah. But at least when they come out and they're malformed, it's easier. But when they look healthy, like you mm-hmm. said, they yeah. look good and they just won't take a breath. Yeah. We had you know? one that um, we took a while to revive from her. And with her, you know, most of the time I try to let the moms do, you know, until they're done. And then yeah. they kind of let me know. But with her, knowing how many puppies she had in there, I was grabbing them right from the beginning. And I'm like, okay, whatever I can do to take the work off of her so she can keep pu- having puppies yeah. which she still petered out after 10 but yeah um you know what a quitter <laughs> i mean that's a lot but, but i was so like with do you remember on bernice like with the ones that came out that were stillborn and her live puppies like what that total was 
because it's I'm like I don't know why the number eight. There were fourteen. No, there, there was fourteen, 14 puppies and, eight, and survived. Six died. Yeah, yeah. Okay. six had. Um, you know, I think there were various. Some of them were malformed, and yeah. then. I think, I think four of them were were like completely malformed. Like no, never took I think a four of them survived like initially, and then we found like you know intestines and things you know oh, were yeah, happening. Yeah. But there was a couple that yeah, were not viable. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, just, she ended up with eight surviving. Um, but yeah, the, there was the total was. But 14. see, Bernice was on medication that she shouldn't have been on right, for a pregnant dog because we didn't know she was pregnant. It was a disaster. The medications that she was on. All kinds of, st- I mean, because yeah. she had so many things wrong with her. She yeah. was on Doxy and she I mean, was, that, I mean. That story in and of itself was, you know. Perfect island. Perfect island. <laughs> Have we ever told this story? <laughs> I don't think um, so. Yes. Did we? I think so. On the podcast? Yeah. Maybe not. I know I've heard it, but <clears throat> I don't know if it was. Lord have mercy. Freak. I, well, this, Bernice was when <clears throat> I learned something that I don't think the public, if you're not involved in dog breeding, which. Why would you be? <laughs> and if it's you, fun and it's easy. And if you are, you probably shouldn't be. <laughs> but, you know, because pe- your puppies are drowning in the swimming pool. People do not realize that, number one, there can be more than one baby daddy for a dog. Like, you can have multiple. Also humans, too. Also humans. No, but in the set, you know. It's very, 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 very unlikely in humans, yeah, but it is way possible. more likely in dogs. Possible. Way more likely so in dogs. Especially if yeah. you have a stray that's on the street and just hooking up with every yep. male on the on the road. Mm-hmm. Talking about dogs, right? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because Dr. Reno mm-hmm. said a dog doesn't get pregnant with fourteen puppies from right, one shot. One mating. One yeah. Right. Yeah. That was no. a lot. And that's I didn't multiple. know that either. But right. they all came out red and fluffy and looking like mom. Yeah. <laughs> When they, when they came out and they were looking like Bernice, each one that came out and looked like her, I'm like, yes, yay. Because we didn't know what we were getting. You know, they could have all been chihuahua well, Bordeaux. Aussie doodle. Aussie doodle. Aussie doodle. They were Aussie doodle the or something. Oh, it was yeah. an Aussie doodle? Yeah. yeah. Aussie doodle. Do you see any of that in them? No. No. no, there was only like two that were even fluffy. Yeah. Most they of were them only were, like kind of fluffy. Most of yeah. them had short hair like her. Yeah. yeah but, or mm. even to medium length, but there was a couple that had longer. Mm. How many times have you had to bottle feed a whole litter? Three or four, I and think who so. Who was it? Junior Mint and Goober yeah. were Bit of Honey's babies, and she was the one that had to have that surgery that I, she almost killed me because um, she had to be tube fed and all that, that stuff. She had to have the, the cleft palate fixed after she had the babies, babies, but her milk dried up at two and a half weeks. Oh. She was like, done. Yeah. So back then... Uh, that was my first time bottle feeding and I was trying to work and so we had volunteers coming over but that ended up being too distracting to have other people running in and out you know trying to feed them and so after with that with the beagle alarm yes and me, me trying to work from home and stuff so after that I just did it on my own um, there was Poncharitas 3 yeah and then there was the Dorito another, Bulldogs yeah um, Doritos I didn't end up having to bottle feed them the whole time we tried to put them with it was a Stark, Spork, something. I can't remember what her name was. There was a French bulldog we were trying to put these English bulldog puppies with. And because um, she, Stork, I think is her name. She had, that makes sense. She right? was yeah. in the bird group. She <laughs> was in the bird group. Stork. Because yeah. um, she had milk when, she, when we rescued her. And so we tried to put the puppies with her, and she was okay with it, but she didn't really bond with it them. It wasn't great. And yeah. then after that, that, Dorito wanted her puppies back. But that was. Was she the one that had, I think she was the one that had seven and only three of them survived and they all got adopted together. Yeah. So I did have to intervene and bottle feed them quite a bit, but 
I didn't have to do it like the whole time. Like there was no mom involved. It. I think I've done that like three or four times, and it was no more than three. Yeah, it was never like puppies. a litter of ten yeah. or anything that you have to bottle yeah. feed. So, all. so you'll supplement bottle feeding now. So what? What I is do. it? What is it that you see that makes you do that? Um, I weigh them twice a day, morning and night, and if they the first. 12, 24 hours, it's pretty normal for them to maybe lose a little bit of weight, you know, like half an ounce or something, you know, and um, so I, that's okay. I'm okay with that because sometimes, like we talked about, the milk doesn't come all the way in or, you know, depending on how many puppies there are, they might have to be fighting over nipples and that kind of thing to get the milk. Um, so if I'm weighing them and they're not gaining weight and then I'm stepping in to bottle feed them and try to help them even just get the strength to stay um, active so that they can fight off all the other puppies. Because if the mom doesn't have enough milk and it's not coming in soon enough, they're not getting any nutrition. Right. Which, and they means, they're not, which means they're going to fade. Yeah. Because yeah. they're so not strong enough Then we're to... also giving them the intercal, <laughs> which is the sugar supplement to help their blood sugar stay normal because they're not eating as much as they should be. Yeah. So I will, um, at least for the first week, I weigh them no matter what they're doing. I will weigh them twice a day. And then if they're doing really well, I might bump that down to once a day. Um, but until they're past the two-week mark, who is that? That's Bessie. Uh, she's, having she's having a dream. She's having a dream. <laughs> so until they're past that two-week mark, I'm continuing to weigh them and, and bottle feed if I need to. Um, you know, and, and you can, when, I, when they're first born, I, you know, I, I said I put my finger in their mouth to make sure they can suck. And sometimes they'll have a, a, not as strong of a suck, and so I kind of keep a closer eye on those. And we'll, you know, either bottle feed or tube feed. I, I do know how to tube feed. So um, I love the story of, is it blind? Is it blind him? The one that's the, Oh my gosh. Puts her legs out like yes. this. She takes that, that nipple. That nipple is hers. Like, yes. <laughs> she, uh, Basil has one of those too. Um, is it okay if I tell that story about the, the yeah. puppy? So I go into, at that time she had, I, I, so she had eight at that point. Um, and she still has eight. But I go in to give them their sugar supplement. And um, I pick a puppy up. And it just stiffens in my hand and stops breathing. And I was like, oh, no. And I've had, <laughs> You're I've had, not doing yeah, that. <laughs> I've had that happen a few times. And one of them was, I think, a schnauzer. And it did that, and I revived it. And they were like, oh, it's got to go to the ER. By the time I got him to the ER, they were like, there's nothing wrong with this puppy. Take him back home. So this time, I you know, I was like, okay, so CPR to the puppy, like, vigorous massage. <laughs> yeah, literally well stiffened up and stopped breathing. And like, Jen right calmly there. goes, She's like, are okay. Real, are you a real nurse? <laughs> yeah. yeah. So I did a little puppy CPR, you know, breathing his nose, vigorously rubbing, all that stuff. And he comes back, and I'm like, okay. So I made sure he was <laughs> the way he was supposed to, gave him his sugar, and then once he was back to normal, I put him back on mom, and he's been fine ever since. But, yeah. But that's how, that's how easy they, yeah. they just want to, I'm just going to die. I'm going to die. Yeah. I mean, they literally picked him up, and he was wiggling. And by the time I got him up, standing up, he died. And, um, you know, you have to, that's like timing, right? So if you don't, if you're not standing because there when yeah, that happens, because it, they die. Right. Because if you, it was a well, couple hours later, then, you would just find that even little puppy five dead minutes, in there. And then <laughs> if you find him dead, then you wonder, did she step on it? Did right. it, it have a birth defect or yeah. did he just die? I don't know. they just go, I'm dying. Yeah. I'm just going to so die right here. They're very here. easy to fade away those first couple of weeks. And so yeah. I'm, I'm constantly trying to 
check and make sure. And, and that's why Laura doesn't work home for right, until exactly. then. Because, you know, I'm not going to tell you you, you have a puppy because and then your puppy dies. Because when I post dies. about these puppies, then we'll get applications, applications like the first day for a golden puppy. Mm-hmm. We're not doing it. We're not doing any of that. They could until... all die for all we know. So, or I don't, like we if don't we get put a them on the, We don't put them on the website either yeah. until they've had their eyes open, until now now, now they look like they're going to be viable puppies. Until they're up and they go, ram, yeah. ram. <laughs> well, and um, was it Buckingham's puppies? I mean, my favorite part is when they open their eyes. And normally they open their eyes by about two weeks. Well, by three weeks, hers were still all closed. And I'm like, Aren't, do they have eyes? Do your puppies have eyes? <laughs> and so, They're moles. So, They're all moles. So they all, puppies. over a couple of days, they all open their eyes. And then, like, the next day, after all their eyes are open, they're running around like little turtles. Yeah, yeah. And, just, and I'm like, okay. So you got strong legs, but you, you didn't. You were so slow to open your eyes, but now you're advanced Once with those walking eyes around. Open, then out. Now we're it out. Was crazy. That, that's what I was telling. So I waited because I like was waiting for them to open their eyes too to talk to their mm-hmm. families. And so I was talking to one of the families just this past Saturday, and I was telling that story about how they didn't open their. You know, I was waiting to talk to you. Thank you for your patience. I was waiting for them to open their eyes, and so I explained. That they were really slow to open their eyes, but they were up on their feet and yeah. hands like you stinkers, you know. Craziness. But yeah, I um, I try to take pictures at least once a week around work, sometimes twice if I can, or, you know, alternate with the pictures and videos. And it's a lot better to take pictures when they have eyeballs. Yeah. Otherwise, you're just looking at a sleeping puppy. And it's a huge job when you, she's going to have 18 lab and 24. golden puppies. Well, Jen does Don't it too. Like with, Don't forget my poodles. <laughs> with, with her... She color coordinates. Yeah, so it's a big job, and she still goes to Michael's and gets a whole theme and like yeah. d- d- <laughs> yeah. dresses them up. And I mean, and th- these will be Christmas puppies, so I'm sure Jim will have a theme for that. I'm sure yes. she has like you know labeled buckets of yes. like puppies. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes. So I have, uh, yes, I do. One of my rooms is almost a junk room now from all the, the, the props. <laughs> my so. props, puppy props. Puppy props. <laughs> I did start all re- occasions, all seasons, yeah. all holidays. I, did, I do have to start reusing some of them. I can't go and buy new stuff all the time, but it's fun. <laughs> I've, I've always like Christmas ones before like they're yeah. in a little sleigh you know? <laughs> I, I know but you know what you got to do what you got to do to find them home so, right. I mean yeah. if you got to put a puppy in a sleigh put, them put in that a puppy sleigh. in a sleigh yeah. mm-hmm. they got to be cute so that people will see them on Facebook and go ooh what's that it's a huge task though I mean, you know, not, they don't want to see pictures of them and they're pooping it's not right I mean just well, we from have birth to you know weaning to pooping and the peeing and at the same time Laura's over there working applications and emails and interviews and, you know, talking about 20, you're talking about 24 Well, that's when I, when I, I don't care that they're little pups. It's still a whole thing with an adoption. For us, like with the number of puppies that Jen has at her house is like, we just took in. A huge intake. Dogs. <laughs> exactly. And it's so, twice as many dogs as what are at the sanctuary right now. Right. Yeah. So we just have to be, you know, that's a big deal to us. And we yeah. treat them the same way that we do adult dogs. So there's no quick Cutting way around right. quick way around it. Yeah. No. And each one of those dogs has to be vetted. So that's w- one of the other things. So like I, of course, look at local homes first, you know, but that overloads our veterinary team, too. Yeah. Because... That's a lot of work for them as well. Yeah. They all got to have their shots and their yeah. microchips and all the things. And um, even but though. Th- that's why I always say, though, that you are the queen and you don't <laughs> get enough um, accolades for all you do because 
it's not only just birthing them and her mm-hmm. positive attitude and give, give, beyond, give, and then she gives some more. But then she's also like almost a professional photographer because not everybody can take a photo of a dog. Oh, believe me. <laughs> <laughs> I love whenever they were at the sanctuary saying, how do you get these dogs to sit still? And I was like, I don't know. I only do up to eight weeks. You don't thing. get them to sit still. No, you, they're just, you just take 50 pictures yes. of one puppy and one of them will be fine. Yeah. <laughs> that's the, that's the thing. I think a lot of people just don't realize when you're photographing, I put a picture up on the, that boxer of a blurry (laughs) (laughs) because i I think they think like every picture we take turns out fantastic all of our pictures are like this well well, it doesn't all of my pictures are no they do not i've gotten pretty good at it i don't have to take 50 of them anymore so (laughs) i'm like i'm like 10 i'm like okay puppy sit still and then i wait for them to listen (laughs) i don't have to just start shooting when they're wiggling around everywhere but um, but yeah, I, I don't like blurry pictures. I've always enjoyed photography and my own dogs have their, you know, their Instagram famous, their models on Instagram, but not really famous, but, yeah. um, they <laughs> but are so they, they get pictures every day and so they're used to it. And so I have this little setup on my, my kitchen table of, you know, so I can put the puppies there and my themes and all that stuff. So. And some breeds it's are more fun. difficult to photograph too. I mean, like a solid black, black puppy. dogs are oh. hard. I tried to tell you. The same personality as Bessie right here. She wants to move all over the place. She never wants to. Awful. Awful. Yeah. Bessie. Jenna was trying to photograph her with the pumpkins on the counter over there. Yeah. And she's like squeaking a squeak toy. She don't care about that. I go. Yeah. You don't even know Bessie. Don't squeak her toy, my dog. There's a lot of dogs you can make a squeaky noise. And they'll do this. Lift their heads up and they'll give a little turn. Yeah, at least they'll give you a half a second. Bessie doesn't care what sound you're making. She doesn't care what. You make cutesy, kissy sounds. You call her yeah. name. She just like looks at you with her ears down. She's like, I'm not doing it. Even on my lap here, just holding Bessie, it's like, she's always. On what the do you want to do? <laughs> yeah, her, you can't try get a and, picture like, with Bessie with her I try and like on. put her in like, oh, just lay on your belly. I'll just rub your belly. Mine are She'll do this motivated. for like 10 seconds. Yeah, here, she's already done. <laughs> <laughs> I found the, um, I found the, the sound that Orzo gets her ears up and tilt. So you have to find the right sound for every dog. For Orzo, it's she singing. There is no sound singing. for this. Singing. singing. I'm a terrible singer, but I was singing Christmas music, and she went. <laughs> so I'm like, okay. You know who really loves singing is, is uh, Levon. Levon. Like, you put, like, the opera on. Like, he's like, yes. Yeah, he's like, Chip, yeah. Chip does that, he too. He likes classical music. He loves to, um, Raisin watches the Animal Planet, and Chip loves, <laughs> Chip loves opera. Yeah, <laughs> Bessie doesn't like anything, and she ain't risking raising her ears up. I bet if she held a poo in front of her, she would mm. hold still. So all you have to do is just wait, and then whenever she looks at you, you snap it really. Be quick. patient. If you yeah. look back at pictures of Bessie, notice how many times that her ear ears up for her. It's, it's terrible trying yeah. to get these ears up. Yeah. I mean, with the puppies, they'd start off with these little chiclet ears. Yeah. So, you know, I'm not really trying to get theirs up. But with the adults, I'm like, okay, you don't look really, you know, you look scared with your ears flattened yeah. on your head. Yeah. So we got to do something else. Yeah. It's and, hard with, like, yeah. adoption pictures to try to. You just have to get the best you can get. You have to get the best you can get. I'm pretty persistent, though. I'm, she I'm makes a, a whole multitude of annoying I'm sounds. Hang, I make a lot of different kinds of sounds. I'm going to hang with that for a bit. Mm-hmm. What's hard? A lot of people don't want to like force a dog to like sit properly in front of them. I'm like, no, we're gonna put them in front of you. Or they're gonna sit here. They're gonna like, mm-hmm. we'll get it. You just have to keep working. I'm it. okay with the dogs. It's the people I have trouble with because they exactly. want to look at the dog. Exactly. Yeah. 
You know, everybody look here. Say, everybody look here. <laughs> yeah. Everybody look here. Honestly, like all the things you do, distraction wise, knowing who the dog is to get that right shot, knowing what you need to do. Yeah. And then you do the same thing while there's a person there as well. Yeah. So it's just like, look at me. And then look it's like, me. hey, guys. Boop, boop, boop. Everybody Snap, 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 snap. noises at people, sometimes their faces are. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, my noises are like, I mean, I have. Hers this, are the worst. I have, yeah. You're, yours, oh you do like gosh, a boop, boop, boop. It's what loud, you though, in high pitch. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do it. She'll break your ear. Yeah. Do it. I'll do like. Yeah, <laughs> and mine is. I'll whistle. Yeah, whistling never works. Oh, I hate whistling. It does give a sh- you get it, a sharp? It works like it works like twenty five percent of the time. You make like a dinosaur sound. I get mine it. is. <laughs> I do. I do that too. Mine is gotta, ready, present. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and that will get. That'll get. About, I do that like every adoption. I do that. Yeah. That'll get just about any dog. That'll get just about any dog to look at you for about. Oh a God. second or two. Yeah, you gotta be you upset. Yeah. See, we've upset your dogs down there. Y'all go, are making her I gotta go settle here. the pack now. Pop <laughs> ups going nuts now. They're fine. We got their attention though, didn't we? Is that the tater alarm? Is that what you got? Oh, that's funny. Tater. Uh, <laughs> yeah, but that's what you have to do. That's what yeah. you do. Yeah, I, I, everybody can't. We've got there's cameras all over the room, and you can't see what's happening. But now I know what's happening. Jolene is under here, and she's face to Jen, who she loves more than her she own mom. Loves, loves me. Yeah, she's just wagging her tail. Just wagging her tail. I mean, I've never tail. seen anything Jolene like this. Jolene doesn't like strangers when she Well, she them. loves she Jen more up. than you. She loves. I'm not a stranger. I had her for eight weeks. That's right. She's like, that's my first mama. That's my <laughs> mama. I, but I mean, I've never seen her like do this to you. She did this the first time that Jen came yeah. on the podcast. She's and wild when I was her. doing yeah. bandage changes and stuff like, I think she might have been there, or was that? I no, she remember. was there. That was Nana's. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was her. Yeah. yeah. So they just yeah, remember. I don't think she loves you. She loves her. Everybody is. Uh, oh, I mean, but a different way of showing affection. The mm-hmm. way that she is, though, with just like people, like the way she is with me, like she's a she's little spooky. afraid of me. She's spooky. She's uh, not that way with her. No, she's all over her. It's crazy. But then the whole time I've been here, I've been getting the steel you know, eye from B. From who? B. Oh, she's oh, over B. there just she's like mad. staring me yeah. down. She does that to everyone. She can't hear you. She can't oh, hear me. She does. She's got the laser eye. BB. She, she can't hear you. Sometimes she can. But it's amazing because those Bordeaux pups were just no bigger than a sweet potato. You know, they were just. Well, and and they, so for her, they didn't like, get the full court press either. They got stuck in one room, and yeah, you know, they, they didn't get the, the socialization they that they that the other ones do, and. You know, I um, I I try to get them to learn to potty away from their bed and all that kind of fun stuff. And these guys just got here's your room. Yeah, so that it was, was different. Yeah, that was probably the most difficult time at maternity Whew. ever. Yeah, it was really bad. But my poor little almost 15 year old beagle has trouble with. So when I replaced the stairs, I replaced the floors upstairs. But I, they wouldn't. The place I, I hired Home Depot to do it, but they wouldn't do the stairs. They're, oh, we don't do stairs. And so I got my brother to come and do it recently. And now my poor beagles are like, this is slippery. Because <laughs> um, you don't have carpet on your stairs yeah, anymore. Yeah, so there's no carpet in the house anymore, which actually makes it a lot easier to clean. Yeah. 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 smell better. And so I like it, but it was, yeah, it was, that was difficult just knowing that 
There was. You there was. Got stairs with no carpet. It's, I have solid oak stairs. Does your yeah. Does Nana's have a hard time going down those? No. No. She goes down like a maniac. <laughs> she hops though. It's like a hop and a hop and a hop and a hop. I have a gate in front of it. She doesn't get to go up all the time. Like when I leave, that that's locked. She can't go. All right, come here. You're gonna Mostly so she doesn't go up there and take a dump in the media Sorry. room, which is her favorite. It's cute. it's her thing. Like I don't understand. Oh, oh pup pup. <laughs> that's embarrassing, pup pup. Aww. <laughs> oh, pup pup. Okay. <laughs> I've never seen a dog do that to another human ever besides her. That's her first mama. She no, I know. Her. She love her. You fed oh. me when I was a baby. <laughs> oh, Papa. Did you get all over your ear? Oh, it's her sister. That's her sister oh. sucking it like a binky. Yes, That's my nice. my old beagle does that to my younger beagle. Oh, really? Um, because he's on. Doctor Reno says he has cognitive dysfunction, so he has dementia. <laughs> That's a nice way to put um, it. Yeah. yeah. Um, your dog's so crazy. He's on pain meds. He's on Benadryl for allergies, and he's on now an anxiety med. And somehow he still doesn't sleep all the time. I don't know how. I would be zonked with all that. But he needs all of that because he likes to Bubbles be stressed does, out. Bubbles does that to her because she's neurotic. It's a neurotic. It's a, it's, yeah. It usually does it when I've left her. Or like when I, put, the dog. when I put them um, like in the grooming room at the, at the ranch. Other way. Sorry. Okay, it's fine. <laughs> it was her. Where'd she get that sand at? I got all kinds of stuff. You know? okay. That's none of your business. I got a whole bag of tricks for all kinds of stuff. <laughs> all right? I'm, I'm professional. She's trying to take all the words down. Stand. I'm sorry. I didn't know where yeah. to put it. All right, go lay down. You're messing things up. Jolene. Yeah, that needs to stop. <laughs> She's not going to answer you. Oh, kidding. Well, that's our puppy podcast. Yeah, that was fun. It's we better will. than our poopy podcast. We will. <laughs> I don't know. Though. I was interested. The puppy podcast does turn into the poopy podcast. Well, there is poop That's from puppies, true. but it's not it, the same because it flies out. It well, does fly out. not like Laura's flying out like lava. Trav, hot oh, liquid. My <laughs> hot liquid. It happens. That was the Everybody best thing. Poops. They're, they're like, does Travis still like chocolate pie? I responded to that. <laughs> I love it. I want it right now. <laughs> right now. He's on the countdown to Thanksgiving when he can get some. <laughs> 14 days, Trev. You're almost there. Oh, my gosh. Mm-hmm. That's amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, mm-hmm. so, yeah, 18 puppies will be available for adoption on Christmas We've Eve. We've got two poodle puppies. St. James and Carlton are still available. They're super as cute. Of this, as of this moment? As of this week, yes. And how old? Are they four weeks old? Yes. Four weeks. So, so they, they've, they've been introduced to, to, they're getting introduced to gruel this week. Yeah. No, so they're going to be ready for adoption December 10th, Christmas babies. They would be ready to be in their homes before mm-hmm. Christmas. Tiny little toy poodles. So. What's cuter than a tiny little toy poodle? They are so Nothing. They're all party-colored, too. I know. I need a, party poodles are the best. i got to get a video of them because they're just doing little speed racer things around pew, the, pew, the pen. Pew. It's so cute. Yeah. Their coloring is really cute. Interesting little things. Okay. That's our podcast, guys. All right, y'all. Nice. Good night. Good night. Thanks, guys.